Shams of The Athletic recently had a sit-down interview with our all-star, Julius Randle. And he asked him some hard-hitting questions, not only about his struggles during the early parts of the season, but also what he wants to do with this New York Knicks team and what the future that he wants to have with this Knicks team is. We're going to break down all of this and so much more today as we're going to have a live reaction to the entire interview. Sit tight and make sure you subscribe to the channel and also have notifications turned on so you don't miss a second of the new content. And now, let's get started. Shams of The Athletic recently had a sit-down interview with all-star forward of the New York Knicks, Julius Randle. And in this interview, Shams asked Julius Randle some hard-hitting questions, including his struggles during the beginning of the season, and also where the New York Knicks are now and where they could be in the future. Without further ado, let's roll the interview. I know as a team, you guys got off to a two and four start. You personally, you were coming off ankle surgery in the off season. How tough was it starting off? Make sure you get in your best form. I mean, it's always tough because you have a level of expectation um, for yourself. Um, so it's, it's going to be tough from that standpoint. Uh, but I knew um, maybe not necessarily when I had the surgery, I kind of, you know, had different ideas on when I would be able to get back into training and stuff like that. But as the summer went along, I realized, yeah, like, Summer was kind of winding down and I wasn't able to go on the court and into the gym and stuff like that. So, you know, as the summer went along, my mindset, it changed and I knew it would be more of a buildup into the season um, as the season went along. So, uh, like I said, I was frustrated, but at the same time, I had perspective knowing that, um, you know, I kind of prepared myself mentally for this um, in a sense of knowing that I would have to, uh, as far as the physical aspect, you know, the physical part was going to come last and I would have to build that up uh, into the season, but still trying to find ways to get better in the meantime. And you've since found your groove. So when you look back at those first six games, like, do you feel, did you learn any lessons from it? Yeah, you know, it's always going to be a level of expectation uh, for myself, for our team. Uh, and we weren't performing well. I wasn't performing well. Definitely um, but you know, it, it comes with the process. And luckily I've been here in New York for a couple of years, so I understand how it works. So it's just like, you know, for me, I just wanted to go out there and just continue to get better, uh, you know, prove, um, you know, myself right, you know, that I'm getting healthy and all those different type of things and just win some ball games. So, uh, you know, it really wasn't too much for me, uh, to be honest, you know, you just kind of got to keep perspective and, you know, realize that the season isn't won or lost in six games. Before we get started with the rest of the interview, I just wanted to say that was a great point mentioned there by Julius Randle. He was getting a lot of criticism right in the beginning of the season because he wasn't playing up to par with a lot of the expectations that the fan base had. He was struggling, but he didn't make any excuses about it. Obviously, when he was asked, he said, yeah, obviously with the ankle surgery, it's taking him a little bit of time to get back into his old routine and be the Julius of old. But after he was struggling for the first few games, he has been sensational over the last 10 to 15 games of the season, showing us exactly why he became an all-star last year and likely why he's headed there again this season. Let's continue the interview with Shams. You played in L.A. You're no stranger to the big market. What did playing in L.A. teach you about playing in New York? How's New York been for you? And how have you embraced the city being your second home? I would say, you know, I played in a couple of different big markets. I played in, you know, uh, Bluegrass, Blue Blood, um, 
program at University of Kentucky. Um, and then going straight to there with the Lakers and playing with Kobe. So, you know, I really wasn't a stranger to, I guess you can say expectation, you know, so I've learned how to deal with that. And, you know, one thing I always say is like through all of it, just staying true to the work, you know, staying true to the process every day, waking up, you know, just falling in love with the process, falling in love with the grind. Uh, but I would definitely say New York has definitely been the most challenging uh, in a sense from, um, you know, I think more challenging for me personally, because I want to win so bad. Um, there's nothing more uh, that I, that I want to do other than win a championship here um, in the city. And I know the city uh, really wants it. You know, when I got to Kentucky, they had just won a championship two years ago. When I got to the Lakers, they had won it four years ago, you know? So I guess they had a little bit more patience, uh, but, you know, coming here to New York, it was a challenge that I wanted to 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 win a championship. The personal accolades, they're great, um, and all of that. But I've, you know, that's for me. So, um, you know, it's frustrating because I want to continue to take those those steps. And I feel like since I've gotten here, we've done a tremendous job of, of making those strides. Uh, but our job's not finished. So um, I get the hunger that the city has, but you know, I had that same hunger, and you know, want to deliver the same thing. Do you know? Wow, Julius Randle, man, what a statement right there. So the hunger that the fan base has for that championship, that desire to win, the desire to be a good team each and every year. Julius Randle has the same desire. We won a championship. Julius Randle wants a championship. He desires it. He craves it. That's what makes him want to be a New York Knick, to bring a championship to this city. Say what you want to say about Julius Randle. You can criticize him. You can kill him. And for the good reason. Sometimes he gives you a good reason to kill him. However, moments like this, interviews like this, and then obviously when you see him dominating on the court like he has been over the last 10 to 15 games, this type of Julius Randle is the type of Randle that every single fan that's a fan of the New York Knicks can get behind. This is the Randle that you want to see. Dominant, but also a leader getting his guys involved, but also making sure other people are getting the rock too. Brunson, RJ, Dante DiVincenzo. He's not only having the best year of his career, but he's also trying to make sure that other players involved on his roster are also having good years as well too. That's how you take a New York Knicks team that really didn't add any more talent than Dante DiVincenzo. From here to here, the way to do it is honestly to make the talent you already have play better than they actually can. So if Julius Randle is here and he outperforms that, then the Knicks have a great shot of making some legit noise during the playoffs. Because as of right now, that's the trajectory. It looks like the Knicks are getting to the playoffs. And if Randle's wish can come true, and that wish is shared by a lot of Knicks fans as well, then Knicks fans are going to be very happy. Because everybody wants that championship. If you're a player in the NBA, that what motivates you and that what drives you to be a player in the NBA. To win a chip. And win a chip for your franchise that you're playing for. And it seems like Julius Randle knows that New York is starving for a championship. We haven't had one in a better part of 50 plus years. We need one. We desire one. We clearly crave one. And the best part about it is our all-star forward in Julius Randle feels the same way, shares those same beliefs and those same desires, and wants to get this city a championship too. 
I get it. I understand it. He's not everybody's favorite player. But how can you hate a player who says these type of things about the New York Knicks? In my opinion, shout out to Julius Randle because this is exactly what you want to hear from a leader of your locker room in Randle. Let's continue the interview. It's like when you're playing well, when you're playing for the city, obviously the fans love to roll with you in those moments. Yeah. What's that like give and take you guys have? Uh, I love it. I love it. You know, it just, uh, it makes you even focus. I, I would say like being here has really grown me up and matured me and given me, you know, thick skin and all that different type of stuff more than uh, any other place I've been, you know, because it really just makes you focus on every day. Uh, the process, the challenge of continuing to get better, realizing if you have a bad game, there's no telling what can be said about you, but you know, you have a good Facts. game. Uh, you know, the city's gonna rock with you, but more than anything, they just wanna see you going out there playing hard, uh, putting forth the effort every day. There you um, go. And there you go, right there. He said it. The city just wants to see you play hard and put effort out there. If you give New York that, New York's not gonna hate on you. You could have a terrible game, but if you do that, New York's not going to hate on you. However, if you have a bad game and you don't do the hustle plays or anything else or show any type of effort or passion out there or consistency, New York's going to get at you. And that's what he's talking about here. You know, that's what I try to focus on regardless, not necessarily the results, uh, but just am I doing the right things every day, taking the right steps, you know, focusing on the process, continuing to get better. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a blessing. It's, it's humbling for sure. You've had an interesting journey for sure. You know, coming out, your draft process, your injury, your rookie year, you have the gap year in, in New Orleans where you spent some time there and you take everything you learned to New York. Or what moment in that journey would you like, man, I, I don't know if I'll get there, but I'm going to keep pushing. My fourth year with the Lakers, um, I would say that's kind of when I realized, you know, I could be an all-star. Um, you wow. know, I could play with play with those guys and play on that type of level consistently every night. And uh, I, I would say kind of like happened midway through the year. Uh, like I was starting, coming off the bench, starting. And then uh, eventually I was starting. We were starting to win some games as well, but I was playing extremely well. But um, it wasn't like good game here, bad game here, or good game, okay game. It was just like I was consistently playing pretty well. And, you know, I kind of had a formula and I think for me, it just all boiled down to, you know, every day focus on the process, just continue to get better, uh, continue just to put the hours into the gym. And I really just got locked in on that process and fell in love with it. So you've made the All-NBA team two of the last three years. For you, does it expectations even higher? You know, first, I'm always like humble and blessed just because I understand my journey and my process has been a little bit different to get there. Um, but, you know, getting there, you know, truly makes me appreciate the grind. Uh, but secondly, it kind of sucks at the same time, you know, because when I find out, um, well, both times, I guess, I, well, not the last time, but when I found out, you know, we, I'd rather cap it with winning a championship, <laughs> you know, during that process. But, uh, you know, you're in the middle of the playoffs, middle of, of the moment. But, you know, when I look back on it and, you know, I have time at the end of the year to decompress and just look at back at the season and reflect. Uh, man, I, I'm grateful, you know, I'm truly blessed just because of the opportunity, um, you know, and uh, it just kind of met the preparation and hard work, uh, but also see, you know, even with that, you know, I have a lot of room uh, to grow. The work, obviously, I'm always going to come back to that. Like Jalen works his ass off. You know, I try to do the same, you know, and I think people notice that on our team.
you know, you kind of lead by example with that. Uh, but every night, I think our mindset is, you know, whatever it takes to win. And, you know, we constantly are in attack mode, uh, constantly trying to set the tone, bring the energy, uh, playing. You know, I think the team feeds off our confidence as well. Uh, you know, so just going out every night and instilling confidence in each other, uh, me and JB, and instilling confidence in the team. I know your son, Kaiden. Yeah. He said he's better. That was great right there. A great point. What leaders do, what leaders do on this team is you instill confidence. You hear what he said? Instill confidence in the rest of your teammates. When you're as good as Randall is, as good as Brunson is, what do you do? How do you make the team elevate and get better? You instill confidence in them so they can become just like you, just as good and just as impactful. And if not the exact same, at least more impactful than they've been. That's the job of a leader. Randall is saying it right now. And if he's saying it, then you got to believe him and Jalen Brunson have to be doing it in the locker room. And you got to love that because that leads to winning. That's a winning culture type of move. Shout out to Julius Randall, Jalen Brunson in the Knicks because I love that type of culture. Let's keep it going. Than you, so are yeah. you guys in the gym? Is he keeping you in the gym? <laughs> he brings the kid out of me again. Uh, to be honest, you know, he thinks he's better than me for sure already. Oh, so he'll come to the gym with me when he can, uh, but he won't listen to me. Like, we'll have <laughs> games, and you know, he's in a league out here in New York and he plays games. And like, I try to tell him something or whatever, give him some advice, and he just won't listen to me. He'll shut me off, he'll put his hand up. Like, you know what I mean? So he's not trying to listen to anything I'm trying to say right now. He thinks he knows it all. So I'm going to just let him rock and, you know, it's fun being dad. But, yeah, he's uh, he's an inter he's interesting, man. He's funny. I love him. I know for the holidays, you have a big event coming up, the Hoop Bus holiday event. How excited are you for this project this year? Uh, man, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. You know, um, my wife, uh, kids, my family, we're all extremely blessed. And uh, for us... We've always wanted to figure out a way, you know, we've done it here and there, but to be able to give back to New York and, you know, specifically all five worlds in New York, you know, just feel a, uh, find a way to touch each community. Uh, so, you know, we're really excited uh, to be able to do this, you know, partner with Hoop Bus and, you know, give away some sketches gear, some mid gear, all that different type of stuff. But, you know, most of all, just, you know, really uh, be in a community with the kids and spend time with them. Shout out to Julius Randall and Shams for sitting down and having this great interview. I don't know about you guys, but that was a very candid interview by Julius Randall. He answered a lot of questions, answered his struggles, what it felt like being in New York, playing in New York, and what his ultimate goal was, which as you heard, is still bringing a championship to this city. I don't know about you guys, but for me, if that's his goal still, and he's playing out of his mind like he has been doing for the last 10 or 15 games now, then in my opinion, keep it up, Julius. Keep it going, Julius. Keep instilling confidence into the rest of your team because if you continue to do this and play this way with the Knicks, this Knicks team is going to surprise a lot of people. It might be a scary team to face in the playoffs, and who knows? If an injury happens here, somebody's missing time over there, and the matchups in terms of the playoffs favor the Knicks, you never know how far the Knicks could go this season. I'm not saying they're going to win a championship, but who's to say 
if the stars don't align right, that the Knicks can't make it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. I can see a path there, especially if Jalen and Julius are going to continue to play this way. I don't know if you guys have seen lately, but they look like all-stars. I think the last time the Knicks had two all-stars was Melo and Tyson Chandler. That was over a decade ago. Could we see the Knicks get two more all-stars this year in Randall and Brunson? In my opinion, I think so. And if you checked out this interview, you saw it with Shams. It's more than just his basketball play. It's how he is off the court. He is also a leader off the court. More so this year than I've ever seen him do that before. Shout out to Randall. Shout out to what he's doing. And I hope he continues it. Because if he can continue this level of play and this level of leadership, this Knicks team is going to go very far this season. But what about you guys? What did you think about the Shams interview with Julius Randle? Let me know in the comments below, guys, because honestly, I would love to hear from you. And if you like more videos like this or you want me to do more reaction videos like this, leave that comment below as well, too, because I would love to do more videos that you guys enjoy. But until next time, Nick Vans, don't forget to smash that like button, leave a comment below, and of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.